0: Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. everybody. It's Helen Panos. Welcome back to my podcast, Smart Parents, Successful Students podcast. And I am joined today by Denise Thomas. Welcome, Denise.
1: Thank you, Helen, for having me on.
0: I'm so glad you could join us today. And I just want to introduce everyone to Denise. She is an international best-selling author, a TEDx Tenoyo Pesio. speaker. Is that right or wrong?
1: <laughs> Teneo Paseo.
0: Taneo Paseo, speaker and coach to parents of college-bound teens. She inspires, educates, and equips parents to take an active role in supporting their children to live a life of financial freedom. Her mission is to flip the student debt statistic in the U.S., Denise has a, is a 20-year homeschool veteran, having homeschooled her two children from pre-K through high school. Using her proprietary repeatable strategy, cracking the code to free college, both of her children attended their first uh, choice colleges on 17 scholarships, exceeding $199,000, walking out of college with cash in hand. Denise says you can keep your money send your kids to college on other people's cash. Ooh, that, that sounds awesome, Denise. I think that's a great idea. I don't know any parent that (laughs) wouldn't want to do that. (laughs) So let's get down to, um, you know, the questions for our podcast interview today. And I just wanted to first ask you about your journey and how you got to where you are today and what made you go into this business.
1: Well, I was homeschooling my two children when just before my daughter began high school, my husband was laid off twice within months of each other, and then the stock market crashed. Well, we had to use what was left in savings and in the stock market to pay the bills. Eventually, the money ran out and we had no choice but to declare bankruptcy. We had just enough money to hire a bankruptcy attorney and buy a lawnmower and trailer to put food on the table. This bankruptcy was liquidation. We lost everything. The books, the toys, furniture, Christmas decorations, even our two dogs. Mm. But not long afterward, I realized my daughter was about to start high school and college would literally be around the corner. Would she be accepted and how do we pay for it? And that's when I panicked and I realized we had no savings no house to borrow the equity from, and no 401k to to borrow from. And guess what? With the bankruptcy, we had no credit to co-sign for student loans. I began to do the research, and what resulted was a repeatable strategy that got my two homeschooled kids 17 scholarships totaling $199,000 for four years of college debt-free with cash left over.
0: Wow, that's awesome. So um, yeah, how many kids do you have? You said
1: just the two.
0: Just the two. <laughs> is that not <enough>, fun? Huh? <laughs> when you're dealing with college and schools and that's 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 a good good amount of money you got to spend and worry about, right? As a parent, you got to start well, early.
1: Exactly. Well, even having one kid, you know, if you only have one that goes to college, the average for a state university over four years is more than a hundred thousand dollars.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) I remember the days when it wasn't that. (laughs) I'm giving away my age now. (laughs) Um, So why is it important to attend college without debt?
1: Well, 70% of college students graduate with debt. And that means that they will likely have a life partner that also has college debt. So you've pretty much doubled what you thought might've been a reasonable amount. And students are taking 21 years today to pay off a bachelor's degree. But with 30% of college students graduating debt-free every year, those that do graduate debt-free live a very different life from their peers. They can take vacations. They can buy houses. You know, they can participate in society in the way that those that are saddled with this debt can't. You know, they can contribute money toward their favorite charities. There's plenty of things you can do, just even if you did nothing else, just to be relaxed and not panicked every time you have bills to pay.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I was just talking to a friend that has like $100,000 in, in, in loan debts um, that she's trying to get rid of. That's over a long time ago, and she's not a young, you know, like in her 20s right now or anything. She's had it. So why aren't teens graduating college debt-free?
1: Well, we've been believing myths that keep our kids in debt for decades, myths such as you have to attend a top 20 college to be successful. Well, we know now that that's not the case. There have been enough studies to prove that Your child can attend pretty much any one of the 4,000 colleges and universities in the U.S. and literally make the same amount of money that an Ivy League grad is Mm -hmm. making. So you're spending money you don't have to spend. Another myth is to wait until high school junior year to do anything related to college, such as taking college entrance exams or looking for scholarships but scholarships begin as early as kindergarten. So by the time your child is applying to college, they've left a lot of money on the table.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I say you definitely need to start a lot earlier. <laughs> um, so what is the solution to this? How, how we make this happen for our children?
1: Well, I developed a six step strategy that both my kids use that had colleges calling the house, begging our kids to go to their schools. And it begins with assessing your kids' activities. And this really should start in middle school. Then we put together your teen's resume. Most think that your kid doesn't need a resume until they're looking for employment. But this is a high school to college resume. It's similar, but it's structured differently for a different purpose. And everything on this resume will be placed on their college applications. And the reason I start with activities is because the next step is the essay, Finding Your Teen's Story. Mm -hmm. This becomes the essay that they'll use for both college and even some scholarship applications. Mm. Now from there, that's when we start looking to find the good fit college and then finding the money. Since most of us are following the common belief of waiting until late in high school to look at all things college, most don't call me until their child has already applied to colleges, has a financial award level, a letter, and now they're looking to fill that money gap. But mm. finding money doesn't begin with finding scholarships. That's actually the easy part. Next, mm. we're putting together the application package for one of the largest scholarships in the country, the ELKS Most Valuable Student Scholarship. And both of my children won that scholarship.
0: A special message from Dynamist Learning Academy. Daniel received 20 hours of ACT prep from Dynamis Learning Academy. He also did a little prep himself beforehand, but found he was more accountable to his ACT prep tutor when he had him. His mom wanted him to increase his score by six points on the ACT, which he did once he worked diligently with Dynamis Learning Academy. Why allow your child to struggle in prepping for an exam such as this? Reach out and have a qualified ACT prep tutor help your child reach his potential and score high on the ACT. We can be reached at 770-282-9931. Thank you. Awesome. That's cool. Um, So what is the best piece of parenting advice you've received over time that helped you become a better parent for your child?
1: I think the best advice is to pay attention to your child. I know it sounds, you know, like bad, like we're not paying attention, but we all get busy and we don't really pay attention. You know, what do they like? What do they not like? With every activity, ask questions watch closely for those times when your child reacts differently. For Mm -hmm. example, my son lives on the computer. (laughs) But at one point we we rented the Phantom of the Opera Live from Lincoln Center video, and he was glued to it. He never turned to look at his phone or his computer. A couple of years later, he ended up auditioning and getting into a pre-professional art school for classical voice.
0: That's awesome. Very good. Congratulations. (laughs) That's awesome. So what did your parents teach that has helped you become a better adult?
1: Have a positive perspective on life. We were dirt poor when I was growing up and I didn't know it because we had everything we needed and no one ever told us we were poor. Mm -hmm. But I remember my dad would ask, hey, you want to take a ride and see if anyone has any good trash? We would ride the neighborhood on trash night looking for things that he could refurbish. A lawnmower, a rocking chair, a desk. It was a game. Then when I attended college, I had three jobs and still couldn't make ends meet. I had to lift food from the college cafeteria so I could have food to eat on the weekends. But it was a game to see if I could walk out of the cafeteria with a piece of fried chicken in a paper cup. (laughs) Having that positive perspective on life gets you through the hard times.
0: Yes, it surely does. Wow. That's an interesting story. Um, So do you have a favorite quote or affirmation you'd like to share with our audience today? um, Now that we're wrapping up the uh, interview?
1: Well, I think to me, my, my favorite quote or tagline is that college doesn't have to be a debt sentence.
0: I know. I love that. That's an awesome quote. Love it. Um and what is uh how would people be able to reach you if they want to speak with you? Do you have like a discovery call or something like that that they can um you know have a chat with you and get to know you a little better?
1: Well, I mentioned earlier that scholarships are for all ages and they do begin in kindergarten. I have a free checklist, 12 scholarship secrets: tips from prestigious scholarship judges. Use it before sending in any college or scholarship application. Just go to my website getaheadoftheclass.com. It's on the homepage. Just scroll down just a little bit and you'll see it there.
0: Oh, great. Um, And that's, uh, audience, that's get, G-E-T, ahead, A-H-E-A-D, of the class.com. Awesome. So is there anything else you'd like to add to our um, interview today, Denise?
1: I think that it's just really important for parents to understand that waiting is detrimental believing the myths that we've been believing for literally three decades is detrimental it's it's mostly like we're believing the marketing that the colleges have been throwing out there if you consider the fact that almost no one bought at full price why would you do the same with the colleges that your kids are attending. It's a financial decision and we're making it and have been making it an emotional decision. So think of it as a financial decision that is just one step for short years, hopefully just four, that your child is taking for the rest of their life. And you don't wanna saddle them with hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt.
0: Mm, That's a good point. I mean, we need to really do look at it from a financial decision. If you know your child's gonna go to college, then start thinking about it a lot earlier. So if if a parent had, uh, should they definitely contact you, even if they have a, a child younger than let's say sixth, seventh, eighth grade, should they contact you and have something to say or do or?
1: It would be best if parents have younger kids, I would say the best time is to at least touch base with me in middle school, because let's think about this. When you and I were college aid, And again, we're showing our age, it's been a while. College (laughs) applications were sent in, they were submitted in the latter half of high school senior year. Deadlines were, you know, January, February, March. Nobody was in a rush to get those applications in. However, today, college applications are submitted August 1st through early November, most of them. So what that means is that we're missing out on putting high school senior year mm-hmm. awards and leadership roles on those applications because the child hasn't even stepped foot in high school yet, in the high school senior year yet so we have to back up to the middle school years for the opportunity to try new things to try out different clubs different sports what have you whereas we used to suggest hey freshman year you hop into your high school freshman year and you sign up for every club there is and figure out what you like and you don't like and Mm. you whittle it down we've lost get up to middle school so definitely if you've got children in middle school middle school touch base with me so that we can get you on the right track
0: yeah so it's a plan of action it's not you know oops, it's junior year. Let's do something. It's kind of like the ACT and SAT as well, right?
1: Exactly. People, I'll,
0: I'll get calls about that, like as they got to go ahead and take it. And I'm like, well, you got to back up a little bit because you need to start it at least three months before you're going to take it if you're going to get a prep course, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. And that's true. You know, I, I actually suggest taking it much, much earlier than junior year, mainly because- I was because- gonna
0: ask you about that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. well, think about it this way. And again, a lot of parents don't realize there is no minimum grade or age to take the ACT or the SAT exam. Only 10% of the colleges and universities ask for every exam the child ever took. So and guess what that 10% they're not offering merit scholarships anyway. So who cares how many times your child takes it as long as they get the score that gets the money because to me that's the bottom line right there. Mm -hmm. We're after the money. And another thing when you talk about tests are also the PSAT exam. I've heard high school counselors as well as professionals in the space like myself actually say oh You know, don't worry about it. Don't study for the PSAT. It's, you know, hardly anybody wins national merit. You have to be a genius, et cetera. Hold the phone here. National merit. That is the only scholarship in the country that has 8,000 first place winners every single year. Are you kidding me? This is the one exam you don't want to blow off. You want to be prepared for this exam because there's a lot of money that could be riding on that one test.
0: So you're talking about the uh, PSAT or the Correct. SSAT, yeah? Because I've had some people call our company; they're getting tutored right now um, for the PSAT and the SSAT. So that's that's a good idea. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because you never know. Um, plus, if your company, if you or your husband or spouse works for a company that actually gives an additional scholarship, a private scholarship with regard to the national merit. Usually those applications have to go in almost a year prior to taking the exam. Hmm. So it really makes sense to, you know, start looking into these kinds of things much earlier than you think.
0: Yeah. Wow. So we'll have to, we might have to do another Facebook live soon to to really hone in on that alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I appreciate you joining us. And how can people reach you? Is it through, um, you're on social media? Is it um, Facebook or? um, Absolutely.
1: They can reach me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I'm Denise Thomas, the Debt-Free College Coach. It's not too hard to find me.
0: Great. So I, I suggest everybody get on there and like her pages and follow her. So that way you don't forget about Denise because even if you have a sixth grader, seventh grader, eighth grader, you you need to be following her for a few years, right? I'm sure you give Absolutely. terrific tips on on your uh, on your pages.
1: So There's thank plenty.
0: thank you very much. I've learned a lot myself. I wish I had met you a long time ago <laughs> when I was <laughs> uh, when I was getting my loans. Um, so take care, everyone. I appreciate you joining us today on my podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational wherever you're listening. Be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community and remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at Helen at learningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.